episode was brought to you with the support from members of the Pasty Tapes fan club. Special thanks to Kyle H., the man with the hat, Violet Passion, Penny Rebel, and Amethyst Howell. If you want to join the Pasty Tapes fan club, visit thepastytapes.com. Are you a burlesque instructor looking for an easy-to-use platform to connect with your students online? Coming soon is the Burlesque Learning Channel, brought to us by Jacqueline Hyde. Visit burlesquelearningchannel.com to learn more. Oh, hello! This is Blanche Debris, and you're listening to The Pasty Tapes, a burlesque podcast by Show My More, the steamiest Asian dumpling. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Pasty Tapes. I am your host, Show My More, the steamiest Asian dumpling, recording live today from my closet in Chicago. Yesterday was my birthday. Thank you so much to everyone who made my day extra special from the treats to the presents to the generosity and beautiful dinner and all of the messages wishing me a happy birthday. It was wonderful. Given that it was a Tuesday in self-isolation, it was a really good day. So thank you everyone for making sure it was special. I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you. Okay, let's jump into today's episode. My guests today are two performers who are my absolute hands-down favorites. When I think about incredible performers in burlesque, when I think of incredible performers, period, and when I think of influencers in our scene, I think of these two performers separately. But I also definitely think about them together. I think when someone says dynamic duos in burlesque, I don't know who's saying that, but if someone were to say dynamic duos in burlesque, these two come to my mind first. My guests today are performers that I have been in love with and have looked up to well before I even set foot on stage. These are people that I have gotten to know over the past few years, and I'm so, so, so grateful to be able to call my friends. My guests today are Lolisbo, that is Lola Vanella and Jeez Louise. This episode was recorded sometime in mid-February. Since then, obviously, our entertainment landscape has changed, but these two have innovated and brought us entertainment despite social distancing rules. Last Thursday, they did Lolisbo Live, which was a live streaming burlesque cabaret show from their living room in New Orleans. At some point, I swear there were over 200 people tuned into it. Stay up to date and follow Lolisbo on Instagram. Definitely follow Jeez Louise and Lola Vanella on their Facebook pages and Instagrams and Twitters and all of that to make sure that you don't miss your chance to see them streaming from their living rooms with their different episodes of Lolisbo Live. They are wild and hilarious and entertaining, and this episode is wild and hilarious and entertaining. And I think I talked to them for like two hours, and I feel like it wasn't enough. And so hopefully they will do another episode with me because I love them and I can talk to them forever. If you love them and you want to show your support, please consider Venmoing Jeez Louise and Lola Vanella. I'll have their payment information in the show notes. Okay, let's get to it. Jeez Louise, Lola Vanella, thank you so much for being on this episode of The Pasty Tapes. Yeah. yeah, thanks for having us. We're so excited to be with you, Shomai. Yeah, I'm so excited. I love the two of you so much. I think you both know that. I think, okay, my first interaction with like the two of you together, like live and in the flesh was 
this time last year for the last Shimmy Showdown, um, I think that was the first time I met you, Lola, officially, right? What? Yeah. It feels like it was longer ago, but it wasn't. No, it was only a year ago. And I remember, like, geez, you rolled in, like, the day after I came in, and I, like, introduced myself to you because, like, I don't know. I don't know if you're going to remember me, and you were like, I fucking know who you are. Like, why are you being weird right now? And I was just so embarrassed, but so, like, happy at the same time. So, <laughs> like, I literally just saw you last week. <laughs> right. Like, we we talked about the fact that we'd be staying together. But anyway, glad we've moved on from that. Okay, I want to know, what is Lolisbo's burlesque origin story? <laughs> who wants to start? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, so I guess it starts because, you know, Jeez and I started working together more and more and more and we were creating productions together and we started building Les Dance, which was obviously this very like lady loving, queer centric, uh, inclusive dance party. Well, I feel like, yeah, well, Leeswell officially came to be in the universe when we went on our rock bottom tour. That's right. It was before Lolisa like or before Les Dance. Lolisa You're right. Came to be. We went on our rock. We called it our rock bottom tour. We were both in really sad, like post breakup places. We both had broken hearts. We were not, in, you know, we were just not feeling great. So we escaped to New Orleans yeah. together in 2013. 2014. 14? Oh, yes. Yeah. Early 2014. Exactly. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was six years ago, basically today. And we were traveling around new Orleans and we were really sad, but we were, we became so close on that trip. We we were living together too, Yeah. but that trip really solidified us as like very, very tight. And we were just doing all this stuff together in St. Louis and beyond. And then, um, a friend of ours and the DJ for the show showdown, Sean Gaston had this started a Tumblr page without telling us it was so freaking hilarious. And he called it Lolisbo and it was a slash fiction page. And at that point I had never even heard of slash fiction. So I didn't know what that was. I didn't really understand either. And basically he got people to contribute fantasies about me and G's being in love. (laughs) And, um, and Oh, because there was a rumor going around. Yeah. Cause there was a rumor that, your relationship also ended because I came between you two because we were yes! we were banging. Yes. What? There was a reason, the reason why me and my then partner at the time had broken up is because me and G's were lovers. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it was, of course, we were like, that's hilarious and so inaccurate. And it was um, also because we were just together a lot in, in the strip of Cherokee Street. Yeah. In the town. Yeah. yeah. People were just like, wow, they must be together, like spinsters. together. Yeah. We were real spinsters <laughs> at the time. And, and so then all these like rumors started flying around about me and G's being lovers. And so then Lolisbo was born, like literally and figuratively, like the idea of us being a couple was born. And then the name Lolisbo came about because Sean Gaston made up. We have to give him the credit because yeah. he, wrote, put it in print the first time. And then people started sending in their fantasies <laughs> where we would be like Xena and, you know, yeah. or we were, it was like a, in space. It was like, yeah, there was a matrix yeah. one where you were yeah. like rescuing me. Cupcake wars. <laughs> yeah. Cupcake wars. Yeah. Yeah. And they always ended with me and G's having sex, all the fantasies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So okay. that's how Lolisbo started. <laughs> this is totally not like the answer I was expecting. And so I'm just <laughs> sitting in my apartment with like my hand over my mouth, like what? Like a Tumblr yeah, page? No, that's, like that's, Sean? Like fantasies? Yeah. I have no idea. 
You can go on Tumblr and search for Lilisbo and it will pop up. There's a whole, I mean, it's hilarious. There's like a whole list of, of slash fiction fantasies about me and G's and our uh, insatiable yeah. lust for one another. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> They're really, some of them are very disturbingly detailed. Yeah. Some of them are really long. That. Wow. <laughs> it's pretty great. Okay. We should what? open up submissions. Submit again. Yeah, submit your slash fic, y'all. <laughs> um, submit your slash fic, and then we'll read it out loud on a future episode. Yes. <laughs> Why not? Oh my god. Okay, let's back up. Let's back up before this. You know, before people started submitting their fantasies of you two. How did the two of you meet? Like, when did the two of you meet? Oh, Jesus, hmm. making a face. Interesting. Yeah, she's mad about this. <laughs> well, I. <laughs> I just started performing in 2009 in Chicago, and I was coming to St. Louis from, from my hometown to perform, and I was trying to look book up some shows in St. Louis because I never performed there, and I wanted my whole family to come see me. So I reached out <laughs> to Lola Vanella, and guess who literally ignored okay. me and never responded? <laughs> And my mom was like, well, I heard Lola Van Ellen was shady. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. My mom was like, well, she's shady. And then, <laughs> so, then I was performing with the uh, the zombie squad. It was like, it was oh, yeah, it was a zombie squad burlesque show. Yeah, it's a crackpot. And it was lit. It was crazy. My grandma was lit. <laughs> like, everyone to see me perform for the first time. And in walks... <laughs> <laughs> Lola fucking Vanilla. Yep, and I yep. was like, wow, she couldn't even respond to my message. Obviously, I got a standing ovation that night because I was amazing. <laughs> and then a couple months later, who's in my inbox asking me to be a special guest at the first ever Show Me Berlin <laughs> Festival? Lola Vanilla. Yep. Because she knew I was a big deal. Yep. That's actually not how I see it, of course. I'm sure you will not be surprised. Literally uh, how it happened. That's, that's her side. Um, I actually do not remember getting an email from G's, but you got the message. I apparently mm-hmm. got a message, but I don't remember that. But I do remember walking into the crack box and seeing uh, G's performing on stage. And I actually re- vaguely remember you performing. I just remember being it being yeah. really crowded. And I don't even know if I actually crazy. saw you perform. Yeah. I don't think I don't think I, I actually think she heard the buzz. In the room. <laughs> I didn't talking. About I didn't hear the buzz, but I already knew I was going <laughs> to like G's because I had seen, you know, I had seen stuff of her, and so we met. I remember talking. We like briefly chatted that night, and then yeah, and then I and then I was like, oh, I'm I'm uh, the very first ever Show Me Rose Festival was an invitational. I didn't want to open up applications because I didn't know what I was doing. It was brand new, and I wanted it to be successful and really small. So I just invited people, and so I invited G's and the the stage door Johnny's all three of them and and um Nadine Dubois and I think Sweet, Sweet Pea, Pea and Flame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and uh yeah and then a bunch of locals and uh oh yeah Corvette came down mm-hmm. and Orchid May yeah. and it was really great and the first so it was the very first one we just it was much smaller I think it was just it was well it was still it was two it nights. Was two nights. It was two nights. Yeah. And no, no, it was right, two no, nights. It was three nights. It was three nights. The first night was at the city yeah. museum. Yeah. And the first night was at the city museum? Yeah, the first night was at the city museum. It was wild. It was, if anybody who's listening has been to the city museum, you know. But we performed on the first floor underneath basically the giant whale, basically, like in that room with like the tree house. Like we performed there where the tree house is. Holy yeah. shit. In front of the aquarium. People were like sitting on like the aquarium. Like it was insane there were like 150 people crowded into this tiny 
yeah. area in this museum, just going wild. And anyway, it was really fun, but that's how I met Jeezy. And we, but we really became friends because of perform, like performing. When we, when we started going out of town for Beggar's Carnival. Yeah. Beggar's Carnival brought us together a lot more. Yeah. And then you were basically a member of the cast yeah. and then you moved back to St. Louis. And then of course we were like yeah. really, really close. Yeah. Yeah. But we met, we met that officially. We met that night. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Would either of you describe this as like love at first sight or like, how did you feel? Were you like, oh, this person's going to be like a big deal? I was mad at that. I knew you were going to say it. I wanted you to say that. (laughs) Yeah. No, I want no love at first sight. Okay. But here's what's also really funny is when I, I think I did, when I eventually did get an email from Jeez, I don't, I don't remember it. And of course, Jeez might disagree, but I do distinctly remember an email that was basically like, oh my God, Lola Vanella, I'm such a huge fan of yours and you're such an inspiration to me. I was lying. And uh I'm not sure you were. (laughs) And oh my God, it would be such an honor. Yeah. So it's just really funny. I, and then I saw G's perform and of course I was like, wow, she's really great. Like this, I knew, I knew G's was going to be going places. And Uh, also I had you, you were one of the finales of the very first show. I had you do flash dance. Like, And then I had to leave immediately to go graduate from college. (laughs) G's left with the stage where Johnny hurt Ray and bazooka and jet all drove back like that. No, I think it was just you and Megan. The boys stayed. The boys stayed. To tech for a musical and then go graduate. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly what happened. But, but that yeah, was like yeah, like that was my second festival only in like the month time, and I was like, yes, this shit is lit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I loved it. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. I remember us all like having the best time too, like yelling and screaming at yeah. off Broadway, just like going nuts at that show. It was really mm-hmm. fun. But yeah, that it was not necessarily love at first sight. But I knew the moment I yeah. saw G's perform I knew live. We were together. Yeah, I knew we but were. But I also work at that time I was very much like, I'm gonna show everyone <laughs> that they can't deny me. I'm more talented than anyone. I'm so talented. I'm gonna work with everyone and do everything. Yeah, like I was very much yeah. a go getter at that time. Oh yeah, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna be in these productions. Yes, in St. Louis. Yes. Yeah. Was it that year? Or was it the, no? It was the year after that. I've had Pearl come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I introduced I introduced G's to Pearl and G's so- started sobbing. And her mom was there and was screaming. And it was probably yeah. that's probably one of my favorite moments. Yeah. It's early. on videotape, but somebody stole that camera at Burlycom. So Damn. we'll never see it. Wherever you are. No, you didn't. <laughs> Something I love so much about you two is how much you cheer each other on through everything. Like whatever drama is going on or whatever like life things are happening to like really, really big wins. What would you describe as like the biggest accomplishment that you've seen like Lola achieve? Like something that's like just stars in your eyes for you, G's. And like Lola, same question for G's. Mm, I love this. Hmm. Let's see. <clears throat> I know how I'm going to answer. I'll say definitely being like a boss bitch has been so inspirational. You know, oh. like running things, running a studio, running a company, running tours, you know, running classes, productions, all of that stuff. I feel like I can't like pinpoint like one thing because it's like a whole. Aww. Yeah, it's a whole thing, I would say. And because I feel like that's been such a huge accomplishment that a lot of people cannot accomplish. Thanks. Yeah. To the level that you have. Thank you. Mm -hmm. That means a lot. Yeah. I feel, I mean, I could say very similarly about G's. 
I sometimes, I know we, we all struggle with self-doubt and we all are our own worst, sometimes our own worst enemies inside of our own mind. And sometimes when I see GZ struggle, I, I'm always like floored by that because I constantly feel like I'm watching her win. So as her friend, sometimes I'm like, what? Like you're killing it. Like, how could you not think they, you're killing everything? Like I have watched geez, take this idea. I remember when you told me about wanting to do juke joint. I remember yeah. when you said, I have this dream. I want to make a show that's all black and this amazing yeah. variety show. And I want to have it be a juke joint. It's going to be so amazing. And I was like, that's really sounds amazing. That's so cool. And then not only did she do it, then it like, you made it into this huge enterprise. Like it's become, it's almost like a franchise. I mean, it's, it's all over the country. People love it. And it, that inspires me. It inspires me that your tenacity and your ability to take on anything that comes your way. But specifically, I think the first time I was ever so proud of you that I felt like everything at once, I felt like a mom, a sister, a friend, like almost like your lover was watch seriously was watching you win Viva Las Vegas. I'm already tearing up. I cry very easily. Yeah. I was like, And I was screaming, I lost my voice because I screamed so loud. And I don't scream. If if you know me, I don't actually scream anymore at shows because <laughs> it hurts my vocal cords too much and then I can't sing. So I don't usually yell at shows anymore, but I literally blew my voice out screaming for G's and watching her win to be the very first Black Miss Viva Las Vegas. I lost my damn mind. Ann Pearl was there. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That was an iconic moment. It was an iconic yeah. moment. And we were both you like, you and Pearl were like crying. Yeah. We were crying. We like, ran down yeah. the aisle. Yeah. There's this picture that I think Don Spiro took of yeah. all three of us like embracing yeah. on the Orleans stage. Cause we were like, Oh my God. That's yeah. probably the most pinpointing, like the most iconic moment of my, like being so proud and so like yeah. happy for you. But then from there, it's just like exploded. You're just, yeah. it's really inspiring. I would say, I'm going to keep my answer, but also add on show me 2015. Oh, thank Ooh, you. What like, happened? That was, if you know, you know. That's all I got. <laughs> oh. It was a rough year. It was a year after the rock bottom. Tour. Yeah. Yeah. It was maybe it was 2014. Yeah. Show me 2014. Yeah. It was just, we didn't know if we were going to make it. Yeah. Through. Like everything was just terrible and falling apart for 10 million different reasons, but you goddamn did it. Yeah. And it was one of my favorite festival weekends. For yeah. Sure. It was a memorable one. Yeah. But it was one of like the hardest yes. ones to put together and pull off. And I was very proud of you. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Boo. Because yeah. I saw firsthand what it took to make it happen. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big year. Yeah. That was a big year. Mm-hmm. It was a really hard year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love this. There's so much love here. Oh. Let's talk about traveling together, right? So you did this rock bottom tour around New Orleans. <laughs> You've had, yeah. you know, an infamous trip to Europe a few years ago. <laughs> what has yeah. been your favorite trip together? So many You've trips. You've been so many places. <sighs> Oh, man. I don't know. It's like, are we talking the Vegas trips? The Eureka Springs, Arkansas trips? Yeah. I'd say the New York. I was actually going to say New York, too. Yeah, Yeah, we had an East. We did an East Coast tour that was not rock bottom, but we were all, but it was still rough times. That was also 2014. Yeah, it was the same year. It was later in the same year, August. 
Yeah, we went in August 2014. We did like New York, we uh, Philly. To to I was trying to go to Colonial. Williamsburg. Williamsburg. <laughs> <laughs> but at one point, um, I think the funny, the reason why that trip is so iconic in both of our minds is because we really triumphed through some serious adversity. <laughs> we, we were, it was so hilarious. We were both, we were drove my minivan and we, I remember. Everything started out great. Everything started out so great. And then we had a gig in Washington, D.C., but we had to drive there from New York City. And of course, you know, the traffic is insane. Google Maps will say it'll take like four hours. It really takes eight hours. And that is not a joke. That's actually what happened. We get we get in the car and we're driving through lower Manhattan and she suddenly is incredibly nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> like so nauseous that she had to get in the back seat, open up the sliding door, and while driving through <laughs> Manhattan was vomiting onto the street as I drove through crazy oh. New York. And then it's just like the more we the closer we got to DC, like the worst it got. It was like the flu was happening before our eyes. <laughs> yeah. She's like, like full on flu, like stomach bug. It was yeah. awful. Like I couldn't, I couldn't like stand up. <laughs> like it was, it was so bad. And we finally got to the show. Literally, like I feel like the doors were like open. about to open. <laughs> like the doors yeah. were about to open. We like run in. And I'm already feeling nervous because my first time meeting. Gigi hot, like working with Gigi. Oh hot yeah, for sure. And I was really nervous because yeah. it was Gigi's show at the Black Cat. Yeah, and we were doing two acts, and this was like one of the only times I can only do one act, and I can't believe I made it through that one act. I couldn't do my second act. I was like, right. it's not happening. Yeah, <laughs> not happening. Yeah, and I felt so like unprofessional and terrible, but I couldn't do it. Just yeah, not it was happening. not happening. <laughs> no, it's all such a blur in my mind because I had to drive the whole way yeah, there. Yeah, she had to drive the whole time, and, and then we drove back that, and night. then we drove back that night. Luckily, there was no traffic on the way back, so it took yeah. half the time. But the I drove like the whole way. So when we got to DC, and also like being in like really in just just really intense traffic the whole time. By the time I got to DC, I just felt, I mean, I was so blurry and so out of it. And Jeez was so sick. It was such a mess. Yeah. But and we then, did it. That was the same trip that Robin Williams died. Oh, God. So, and the same trend That's that right. Mike Brown shit yes. going on in St. Louis. Ferguson was happening Ferguson. while we were in New York. Yeah. And my grandma's nursing home was over in Ferguson. So I was really nervous about that. Yeah. And we were far away from home. Yeah. I remember being really sad. And then also I had a really terrible drug trip with my ex-girlfriend. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so Molly. And it was the worst experience of my life in Brooklyn. Oh my God. I don't even know what happened. I just remember laying on the floor being like, when, how do we make it stop? And like looking back, I wish there were cameras because it was hilarious. But that was just another like, yeah. I stand on like it was a part of the really trip. wild experience. Yeah. That whole trip was just yeah, wackadoo. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah, <laughs> it was a rough two years. <laughs> we had a really rough. Pa- we we shared a rough patch together. Yeah, yeah we were rough. both going through it. Yeah. <laughs> so that was one of my most memorable trips for sure. Yeah, that in Europe for sure. But we produced our first show together on that trip in Baltimore. Oh, that's right. That was our mm-hmm. very first time. Yeah, I didn't even realize that. What was what was it like? producing your first show together we did it with uh maria yeah bella yeah yeah what was it called we just i don't remember it, it was something 
I really don't remember. Hell yes, burlesque. Hell yes, burlesque. <laughs> I was like, hell yes, burlesque or something. It was a really good show. We had known in our scenes. Yes. It was a good turnout. It was a really, yeah, it was packed. I made the poster. It was cute. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I completely mm-hmm. forgot that that was our very first show together. Yeah. Because we, co- we, yeah. we co-hosted it. Wait, we did we co-host? I don't remember. I don't remember mm-hmm. either. That might have been the first time we got on a mic yeah. together. But that was definitely the first time I've ever gotten a sympathy period. Oh my God. Everybody was having their period. One of the performers got their period like at the show. And then I got mine like two hours later. (laughs) I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. You did touch the Liberty Bell. Yeah. Yeah. We were emotional in Philadelphia too. Mm -hmm. Baltimore and Philadelphia. Yeah. We did a lot that trip. It was fun. We had a lot of fun, Mm -hmm. but also I would say, yeah, that was probably the most iconic trip. And then I would say that obviously the, the most emotional and like exciting adventure was going to Europe together for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We cried, like we laughed, cried. It was everything. Yeah. It was really intense. When she left to go home and I stayed in Europe, I, we both sobbed. I like couldn't yeah. let her go. I was holding onto her so tight. I didn't want her to leave. <laughs> yeah. I was also scared. <laughs> yeah. Cause she, her leg was injured and I yeah. hated like leaving her alone. Made yeah. me really, it made me feel really terrible. What made that Europe trip so magical before, you know, the knee Thing. Because we did it, bitch. Like, <laughs> one of the things that I'm most proud of is that it was my first time in Europe and we b- produced our own show. Yes. Like we didn't just go over there and like book, book a bunch of gigs. Like we brought our own entire production. Yes. Full, fully produced show. Really hard. Yes. Yeah. Without any English, like no speaking in it, yeah. which was really incredible. Yeah. Because like Milan, they weren't. Yeah. Really a lot of English speaking. No, we like, we knew yeah. that. We made a show that didn't require any sort of emceeing. So we had like musical transitions and like more like visual, physical gags and things that or and like I learned a toast in Italian mm-hmm. so that at least I could say a toast in Italian. Yeah. It was yeah. uh it was really a challenge and it was I think a really good growing experience for all of us yeah. that went. And you didn't, you know, we had some of the venues we had might not have seen before mm-hmm. or really knew or how the audience was going to react, yeah. Yeah. how to get to all these places. Yeah. 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 I know. I drove us, I drove us from um, Munich to Berlin. Yeah. The whole drive because I was the only, I think the only legal driver on the, no, I could, <laughs> you drove it. No, I could have. But I don't remember why I couldn't. I think it was the I rental agreement. Oh, the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreement. I think yeah. only me and I think I was the only yeah. one allowed to drive it. Anyway, it was wild. We drove we drove through the German countryside together. That was exciting. And it was just emotional because we were just experiencing a lot on that trip. And the emotions were high because traveling with a bunch of people abroad is very intense. And everyone's schedules are different. Everyone's needs are different. And But I really feel like it made us come come together even closer because we were just so raw and vulnerable. You know, we were like, had to be really, you have to be really caring with people on, you have to give people a lot of grace. You know, you have to like really hold a lot of space for people, especially when you're traveling because everybody's going through something on the road. Yeah. And so it was a, it was a really great, I think it was a great experience overall. Like Mm -hmm. overall, would I do things differently? Of course, like I would have organized things a little differently or like we could have done things this this way or that way, but ultimately, I feel like it was a really positive, yeah, great growing experience. It was so fun. It was so fun, and one yeah. of my biggest joys in life. Like, if people ask me, like, what makes you the most happy, I genuinely would say, and I mean this completely, is that I love watching people experience things for the first time. So, watching you getting to see like Venice and mm-hmm. Rome for the very first time was like 
really, really thrilling for me to watch. Yeah. Like I was just like, this is, and every, it was really everybody's first time in like a lot of those cities. Mm-hmm. So it was really exciting. Yeah. And even though like, I don't know, like it's hard traveling because like stuff is expensive yes. or like figuring out the exchange rate, yes. but like it also was like kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of fun. I love like, that. We got to get some change to get on the train. Like, like yeah. know, it was just kind of fun. Like trying to figure it out. I love those challenges. Yeah. I like language barriers yeah. a lot. I mean, I had a terrible challenge coming from England. Oh, yeah, you did. She's Mr. Flight. I like went to the wrong airport. Yeah. Because there was like five ports in London and like it just was a lot. And then I couldn't get another flight. And I was at the airport for 10 hours and the airport had construction and a Burger King and that was it. (laughs) And so I just was there for 10 hours. And then finally, when I was boarding my flight, I went through security and upstairs, there was a whole nother part of the airport <laughs> that had a Victoria's Secret and like a seafood <laughs> restaurant and like a band, sushi. Like I could have been it's, up there for 10 hours. It's hilarious to me. I was so mad. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Yeah. So sad. The escalator was like the lights came. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty yeah. amazing that you missed that. Yeah. Yeah, but it was Jeezy. fun, like figuring out how to take the train by yes. myself, and like I don't know, just feeling like I really enjoy figuring things. Yes. out. Yes, yeah. I'm like, no, I want to figure it out on my own. Yeah, I really like doing that, so that was fun. Okay, I'm jumping in with an edit here. At this point in the conversation, we started talking about Ray Gunn pretty extensively, pretty much a big sidetrack, and we gave away some spoilers for Ray Gunn's episode. So I scrubbed that all out. I think maybe some of that will be bonus content to come out in a few weeks. You'll hear Ray Gunn's episode in a few weeks as well. So we'll just awkwardly jump right into it and move from this past story into this next question. All right, back to the episode. So I went to Beehoff for the first time last year, and something that I loved was being able to see the two of you host together on the Sunday night show, and that was your second year hosting I remember, not last year, but the year before for your first year, I remember when your movie thing came out, you posted it on Facebook or something. I thought it was so funny. And then seeing the part two of it the next year, even more hilarious seeing it like air live and in person with everyone else discovering it for the first time. I want to know this Beehoff hosting story. You badgered our way. Okay. <laughs> we weren't, Beehoff didn't come knocking on our door. Okay. <laughs> So I mean, <laughs> basically, we, we had been yeah, saying here, I had like, I was like, hey, Beehoff, I want to help. Yes, that's right. That's I was right. like, hey, I was like, I would really love to MC. Yeah, you did that. You know, if you would like to give me a chance, here's my information. And they're like, cool. Thanks for contacting us. But there is anyone like, do you have anyone that you would co-host with? And I said, Lola or Tito, for sure, would be my top two, only two picks. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, do you have any, like, asks for some videos? So we, like, made this. Oh, like, my, I yeah, made, made, I like, don't know what I'm doing. Fast reel. I made a it really, t- really cute. it's actually cute. Yeah. I made a reel. I made, like, our very first MC reel. Yeah. So then they didn't have us this year. That, that year. year. No. But then, then, <laughs> they totally the snubbed us. <laughs> well, I, still, oh, I guess they just snubbed you. They snubbed me. <laughs> Jeezy ah! got to host, but they snubbed me. We made a secret deal because I was I was the one emailing. So I was like, yeah, forget that other lady. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was a test. But I, I think they were testing. I also didn't email them yeah, at all. Yeah. I didn't, like, respond or, like, yeah. check in. But, yeah, so then the next year, 
they said we could do it and we were nervous yeah we were really really nervous yeah I was nervous nervous we definitely already knew that we wanted to like try to do something a little different yeah yeah switch it up we knew we wanted to make a video because I love making funny videos Mm -hmm. we knew we wanted to like introduce ourselves in like a different kind of way that hadn't been done before Sunday the the Sunday show is also really hard because as an audience member on Sunday depending on what happened on Saturday I don't care (laughs) yeah (laughs) like it's like one year after the competition like I didn't win I just was like so mad and salty and I was like, I don't care who's performing. I don't care who's performing. <laughs> Sweet pea, I don't care. <laughs> I just was like, could not. And I was tired. You're mm-hmm. hungover. You're tired. You're mm-hmm. like, great. More burlesque. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> it's, it's hard. Not, she's not wrong. I mean, I, as an audience member, too, in the past, I the Sunday show. And it's not the show. It's, it's it felt, me. Yeah. It's, no, it's, but it's not. It, feel, it felt to me as an audience member. I was like, wow, this is such an uphill, it's an uphill challenge for anybody who's in it or hosting yeah. it because you're dealing with an audience that is really tired. They have the best intentions. They obviously are rooting for you to succeed, but it is really rough. Like you just watch this like literal five hour competition show is very, the stakes are high. Every, all the emotions are high. Then you went to the pool party. And then you go to the pool the party. Yep. Day. You're baking in the sun. You've been day drinking and the Sunday night show, like it's very low energy or, you know, as an audience, it feels very like lower and like hard to keep the momentum up so when they asked us to do it me and Jean, we were both, like we, we gotta yeah. step it up we, we are keep yep. the energy high yep we are gonna act like this show is on you know thursday or it's gotta have like the same energy as everything else and it's gotta feel really exciting and fresh while still like representing behoff as an organization and like also like me and G's both are known, or at least I feel like one of the things that we both pride ourselves on is we really want to make the performers feel special and that we care about who they are and that mm-hmm. we know a little bit about them and we really want to cheerlead for people. So like we wanted to have all of that in there while still making something fresh and new that was very on brand for us. And so, yeah, the little movie thing mm-hmm. happened and like our little like skits and bits, we tried to throw in a couple of those. And yeah, it was, and I, it was yeah, really One of my fun. favorite things about the Sunday show is that it's, it's pretty, it's, since it's not a competition, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, and it's a lot of our friends yes. and great performance. Yeah, really I mean, it's all these like amazing award winners that I feel like you get to have a lot more fun. Yes. And you know, if you know how we are, we like making fun of our friends. Exactly. With our friends. We want to so roast like, everybody loving Yeah. You get to say fun stuff like this next performer is Miss Exotic World and just crop dusted everyone in the dressing room. <laughs> <room. laughs> like you can never say that. You cannot say that on like no. Saturday. And most Saturday, people would just right. never say that no. in general. It was, it's really fun to like, we had but so I much fun. Like yeah. Testing or just like, I feel like, especially the BHOP audience, sometimes the things we say, they're like, <gasps> oh yeah. They're like, oh my, oh my God. God. <gasps> so what? shocking. Oh, and, and then what? it's hilarious to immediately roast the audience and be like, oh, what? Yeah, I'll get over it. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was really yeah. fun to make fun of. Like, I think we made fun of Kitten and Lou. We made fun of Ophelia Inga, Flame. Ophelia Flame. Oh God, yeah. it's so fun. It's just fun. Yeah, yeah. Now that you're both in New Orleans together, you we see each other every day, all day. It's <laughs> my dream come true. <laughs> what does the future hold for the two of you now that y'all are together in the same city again? Uh, well, first of all, we're doing cats, <laughs> the unauthorized telling of a jellical tale. <laughs> Coming out February 19th at the Always Lounge in the Twilight Room. Oh, my God. Um, I can't wait. Yeah, we're definitely producing more shows together. Yes. Um, we did Low Lease, but we made a, it was our first time making 
live, like a full length two person show, yes. um, which we also felt like started filming a little web series to go along with that. So that was very exciting, like to hit the ground running on that. And we have, we have to like get our schedules together to like <laughs> talk yeah. about when we're going to keep doing that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely producing a lot more shows. We got a new theme song that we, we made. do. We have a theme song now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, uh, if you producers want to hire us, we will yeah. have a theme song. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. We come with our own yeah. theme song. So it's just been easier to work on bits and come up with ideas and stuff together when you have someone to like spitball and roll things off of all the time. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's, I mean, I, without getting too schmaltzy, like genuinely, this was my dream. Like if I was like, I never wanted to tell G's. And I think I said this to you on the phone when you were considering, it. I was like, look, I'm never going to tell you, like you have to move to new Orleans. But obviously I was like, God, I really hope she does because what an incredible gift that would be. And like, it would just make my whole life because I was desperately missing my friends and yeah. I was missing, I was homesick for my family in St. Louis and it was, a, I had a really, really intense personal year full of loss last year. And so when G's came, it just felt like the universe was like throwing me, not even just a bone, but was like truly giving me a gift to have my best friend be here. It's, yeah. it's been, and then now that Jeezy's here though, it's very funny how quickly we have fallen into like normal domesticity like, yeah. yeah, we see each other every day, but we also spend hours not speaking to each other, yeah. like, which is mm-hmm. good because it's just how our, we fall yeah. right into, like, I feel very comfortable living with cheese. Like, I don't feel yeah. this way probably with almost anybody, but when we're together, it's like, it's not a big deal if we're not talking or yeah. not working on stuff together, but we can work side by side. Yeah. And we also know how each other works. Yes. Yeah, we do. We have lived together before. Yeah. And that time was really intense. Yes. Because we were going through a lot. We were going through a lot. It was, the, a lot. Rock it was the rock bottom days. So we were like. It was winter. Everything sucked. Yeah. Our lives were falling apart. Yeah. Our hearts were broken. Yeah. So we were roommates, therapists, yes. friends. Oh, my God. Co-producing, co-hosting. Yes. It was a lot. But it brought us together and it's made true. us see how the other person works at home. It's true. Know? It's true. It's We had such a really easygoing and good living situation that I said, even after that, like, I never want another roommate, but I would live with besides like a partner, but I would live with G's anytime. And so now that Jeezy's here, it's feeling like very comfortable. And I really have dreams as well. Like Jeezy mentioned all the things that we've been doing and, you know, life stuff has gotten in the way a little bit, but now that Mardi Gras is, you know, time is here. As soon as that is over, my dreams are 100%. My intentions for this year is to finish. I want to get an entire season. I'm saying it out loud, so we have to do it. I want to get an entire season of Lolisbo finished so that we can release our web series officially yeah. by the end of this year. And it'll be an, a full episodic series with like, you know, running stories and a plot and acting. And yeah. we're going to be directing and writing. And we're going to be teaming up with hopefully some other video people. My partner, Jen, who made the Beehoff video, Stay Posh Productions is really talented and she's got a great eye for editing and um, she's kind of partnered with us on that. And we want to do more live stuff, yeah. just like build more stuff. The brand just is hopefully going to keep expanding. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. People need to hire the two of you together yeah. more often. Hire us. Yeah. We'll bring the docs. Yeah, we'll bring the docs. <laughs> <gasps> okay, done. Well, you're hired to hang out with me in my living room next time you're back in Chicago. I'm right. It would be a dream. <laughs> Jeez Louise, Lola Vanella, thank you so much for being on this episode of The Pasty Tapes. It was such a joy to talk to you. Ugh, I love you two so much. 
where can people find you on the internet? Uh, everywhere. Where can yeah. they? Google. We're <laughs> all over the internet. Yeah, you can find me, Jeez Louise, at Jeez Louise on Instagram. I'm spelling it one time and that's it. J-E-E-Z-L-O-U-E-E-Z. And just type that in everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, except maybe YouTube, this band in uh, oh. North Dakota is going to pop up. But What? <laughs> yeah, there's a band. Called- oh, Jeez Louise. Louise. Yeah, the band. They're yeah. really nice guys. <laughs> but, yeah, just pop really up. You'll find me, and yeah. yeah, and we our Instagram and Facebook pages at Lolizbo, L O L E E Z B O, and then me is the same. You can just anything is Lola Van Ella V A N E L L A, and I have uh, the Van Ella Bordella every Thursday in New Orleans. We're working on a bunch of new stuff, so stay tuned. Obviously, we'll be posting everything on our social media and uh, Vanilla Productions will be doing some stuff with uh, the Show Me Burlesque Festival. Of course, Jeezy's on the board of that, as well as Bazooka Joe and a bunch of other people. We're all working really hard right now to get the 11th annual Show Me going. Yeah, And some big, exciting news is coming from that. And uh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Stay oh, tuned. and follow Jeezy's yeah, juke Jeezy's joint. juke yeah, joint. Jeezy's juke joint. Donate, follow, tell yes. everybody. Yes. Blah blah blah. Yeah. You know the drill. You know it. <laughs> yeah. Jeezy's juke joint. Vanilla yeah. Productions. Show me real festival. All yeah. Lily's bow. Yay. Okay. Thanks, guys. I'll see you soon. Thank Bye. you. Thanks again, Jeezy and Lola. I adore these two performers. I think everything they touch turns to gold. I am in love with them. I worship them. I think they're incredible. I am wildly entertained just listening back to this episode. And please give them all your money if you can. And definitely hire them together or separately or together when we're allowed to have shows again. Wasn't that fun? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Pacey Capes. There are so many ways that you can support the podcast. Number one, visit our website, thepaceycapes.com, and join the Pacey Tapes fan club. As a member of the fan club, you will receive exclusive merch, some fun bonus content, other goodies, shout-outs, and my undying love. So visit thepaceytapes.com to join the fan club now. You can also sign up for our newsletter on thepaceytapes.com. You can also show your support by hitting that subscribe button giving us five stars on Apple Podcasts and leaving us a lovely review. I would love it. And the easiest and quickest way that you can also keep making sure this podcast happens is by telling all of your friends about it and sending them a link. You can follow the Pacey Tapes at the Pacey Tapes across the internet. I am your host, Show My More, the steamiest Asian dumpling. You can find me at Show My More across the internet as well or my website at showmymore.com special thanks to my dear dear friend and love forever Blanche Debris for recording this intro again thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pasty Tapes and I will talk to you soon you have been listening to the Pasty Tapes a burlesque podcast by Show My More the steamiest Asian dumpling this is Blanche Debris saying thanks for listening and see you later ducklings Okay, are you still listening right now? Here's a little extra thing for you. The Lalisbo Tumblr is still up, still searchable. Thanks, Sean, again, for giving me the link. Uh, You can definitely Google it and find it. Here is an excerpt from one of the posts. I'll just read the first paragraph. This story is called 
Christmas Kisses. I'm reading this cold, so bear with me. It was a Sunday morning in mid-December, and Jeezy Watson had the day off from the clinic. After waking up, she shuffled down the stairs in a pair of green yoga pants and a t-shirt. Winter had truly arrived, and the sky outside had turned cloudy and dark. There was a distinct crispness in the air that suggested snow. Lola Van Sherlock had started a fire and had driven out some of the chill from the flat. She shook her head at the sudden thoughtfulness of her usually clueless flatmate and noticed something smelled wonderful in the kitchen this morning. To her, to her utter amazement, the kitchen table, usually strewn with lab equipment, was covered in a variety of Christmas sugary confections and treats. It looked like a Santa-inspired Willy Wonka had graced their flat and left behind a colorful cacophony of copious candy. Among the artfully decorated cookies, chocolate fudge, and sinful confections, Jeezy Watson could make out a package of her all-time favorite treats, chocolate croissants. She'd woken up hungry this morning, and now her mouth began to water. Okay, I want to keep going, but maybe we'll save it for later. Uh, a quick scroll... This story is really long. Okay, maybe they can read it. All right. Thanks again. If you heard this, uh, if you stuck around for this end cap, why don't you send me a text to the Pasty Tapes hotline? That's 1-530-PASTIES, 1-530-727-8437, and just text the word LOLISBO.